This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Well, welcome everyone to the Richard Blackbee Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam and I'm your host on this podcast before Thanksgiving. We're happy to have you with us. Happy Thanksgiving, Steve, or Sam. Steve. <laughs> I just was talking to a Steve. <laughs> oh, I see what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. How soon we forget. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can round up a Steve for you, Richard. And uh, well, you, could just, an you could just talk to Steve more if you want to. <laughs> I, I see how it is. You're not being very grateful for what you have, uh, Richard. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's a nice segue. <laughs> nice Speaking of being grateful, folks, uh, we are the, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving and we thought we'd just zero in on um, a few things related to thankfulness. Yeah, and uh, you know, Sam, I was, uh, I am uh, on social media, posting things each day, and I, I remember um, An unfortunate variety of puns, but yeah, <laughs> that's for another. But we, time. You, we, I've got to teach you to be grateful for those, Sam. Yeah, um, <laughs> still but, learning that lesson. <laughs> I was, uh, but I was posting some things, and there was this one person. It was a woman, and. Uh, I I don't really even know. I think she just followed me on social media, but uh, it just seemed like everything I would post about what God, if I posted about God is at work around you, she would post something about, well, I certainly don't see, if he's there, I certainly don't see what he's doing. Or I'd, you know, talk about, uh, uh, you know, gr- grateful for friends in our life. And she would post, she puts up a response about, Except you know, for the ones that stab you in the back. Yeah, and it just it just seemed like, and I and she was doing it on a regular basis, and she, I didn't necessarily she wasn't really challenging me. Uh, I mean, uh, sometimes I have people that just want to just outright challenge me or push just their own agenda. You on, but, yeah, but she was engaging with what I was saying. It's just that everything I was saying, she had a negative bent to it, and so I don't often really uh, respond to folks like that. But I, but I didn't really feel like she was trying to troll me or anything. Like she seemed to want to read everything that I was posting, but it just nothing seemed to kind of match her experience. And so I, um, I guess maybe in a moment of weakness, I just, I wrote, I, I, I commented on her comment and said, call, called her name and just said, Hey, have you noticed that pretty well every one of your comments on my, my posts are all negative? Is that, does that really describe your life? Or is that just a focus that you have right now? And uh, I, I mean, I did it in a way. I was trying to like not be mean, but I, I just, I really wanted to just hold up a mirror to her, and honestly, just to kind of maybe give her some insight. And uh, um, and she she answered back and was actually kind of apologetic and said, "Have I been all negative?" And and so I just I, I said, "Well, uh, essentially, just." look at the posts that you put on my site and they all seem negative and I just hope that your life is more positive than what you're <laughs> expressing on social media. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I and, and interestingly, ever since that, she still uh, is a follower of my uh, Facebook page and uh, and she still comments now and then, but, it, but all of a sudden they're all kind of positive. And I mean, it didn't really necessarily matter to me one way or the other whether she posted positive or negative comments, but... I just it just stood out to me that this person just seemed to always take a negative bent, and you know I I think uh, especially in the world in which we're in now, 
where there is so much negative information and so many things that could be stressful and, and put pressure on us, um, that I think sometimes we can slip into that where um, it, at least we may not be completely negative, but we may not be all that positive. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's interesting that although it's just uh, it's a date on a calendar, you know, one day a year where you eat some turkey and dressing is not necessarily going to make you a, a grateful person. But um, but I, at the same time, I think uh, at least once a year, it doesn't hurt to kind of pull back and just say, you know, what 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 kind of person am I? And what is typically coming out of my mouth? Is it negative? Is it ungrateful? Is it entitled? Is it uh, angry? Uh, what what do people hear when, when they're around me a lot? What, what's the impression I leave with, with them? And this, this particular woman, I don't, I don't know anything about her. I don't know her personally, but uh, all of a sudden I just kept seeing this name pop up. And but when I saw the name, even before I read what she wrote, I knew it was going to be negative. And again, like I'm, I'm not saying she was critical of me, and she wasn't even necessarily disagreeing with what I was saying. She just mm-hmm. kept saying, "But that's I sure wish I had that, or I wish that was my case, or, or I wish my church was like that, or my friends were like that." And um, and so I thought maybe just to take a moment and just uh, because of this being Thanksgiving week, just to reflect for a moment about our own hearts of gratitude and more than just being grateful i think it i think a heart of thanksgiving a life of thanksgiving reflects uh the fact that we're we're uh, focusing on the right things mm-hmm. uh, we're focusing on god on what is good r- rather than focusing on what is negative what we don't have and there's a interesting verse in first chronicles 16 Verse 34, uh, David is writing, and he says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. And if you know um, the, the history of this, uh, this chapter, uh, David has finally brought uh, the Ark of the Covenant that represented God's presence uh, back into Jerusalem and has put, him, put the, the Ark in uh, a tent, and he's assigned priests to um, to. to provide constant worship. Uh, Verse uh, seven, it says, um, well, verse four, it says, David appointed some of the Levites to be ministers before the ark of the Lord to celebrate the Lord uh, God of Israel and to give thanks and to praise and praise to him. Asaph was the chief um, person in charge. And it says they, verse six, they blew the trumpets regularly before the ark of the covenant of God. And, um, and so David says, I want there to be people before God's presence continuously thanking God, praising him, worshiping him, uh, because he's good. And uh, verse 7 says, on that day, David decreed for the first time that thanks be given to the Lord by Asaph and his relatives. Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, he said. And so in a sense, it's kind of like an ancient Thanksgiving where David, finally, the presence of God had returned to his people in the ark. Um, it had been, of course, uh, captured by the Philistines a generation before and been on quite a circuitous journey to, to make it its way back. But for over 40 years, that the, the presence of God was missing from God's people. And so this was a big day. Uh, and... Uh, and David said, "With when God is with us, then we ought to be grateful. And so I, I thought maybe we just could talk for a few moments uh, 
and hopefully just maybe guide our listeners today, Sam, into just thinking at least three different areas in your life that uh, I think regularly we ought to just take a quick inventory to consider reasons why we ought to be grateful. And so first one would just be personally. Are we, as we look at our own life uh, personally, uh, are we are we grateful people? And of course, even just those listening to this podcast, there's going to be a wide array of life experiences. Uh, some folks have got more bills than they've got money to pay. Some have got uh, medical conditions right now that might be quite serious. Uh, some have really difficult marriages or a problem child. Uh, there's certainly there's going to be lots and lots of problems represented by even the people that just listen to this podcast. Um, but at the same time, I find that if all you ever see is what is negative, what you don't have, then you're not paying close enough attention because there's always, even in a really bad situation, uh, there's, if you're looking for it, you'll find things that are positive. I was, I think one of the worst possible examples or uh, cases I could think of, I was thinking about Adoniram Judson, and uh, at one point he and his wife were missionaries in Burma, when it was called Burma, now it's Myanmar, and uh, it, during a, a, a war that was taking place with Britain, they arrested all of the Europeans that were in the area, uh, including Judson, even though he was an American, he was a missionary, and they weren't at war with Americans, but he gets arrested as well, and they're all put in this horrible, horrible um, type of prison, and um, it's just the most dismal thing imaginable. They don't even really feed the prisoners. You have to have a friend or a family member or someone that can bring food or else you'll starve to death, and there's rats infested. and I mean, it's just the most awful, horrendous kind of experience you could possibly uh, imagine. And each day, at a certain point, guards would come in and they'd haul off one or two of the prisoners and take them out and shoot them. <laughs> and, hmm. and so every day you knew that at a certain point um, that door was going to open and guards would come in and however they made their decisions, they would look around the prison and decide who was going to die that day. And sure. you could imagine just the hell that that would have been to yeah. experience. And yet Judson was saying that, um, but when that door closed, I mean, even though you knew that's terrible for that person who's about to uh, to die today, it meant that we we were immediately grateful that we had just been granted 24 more hours to live. Mm. And you're thinking, you can be grateful uh, about that. Your friend sitting next to you was just pulled out to be shot. Uh, but... Even in that environment, he said there was a wave of gratitude that we had been granted. We knew that we we're going to live for at least 24 more hours. Mm. And I thought to myself, boy, I tell you what, you got to really be looking for the positive in that <laughs> yeah, environment, no you know. And uh, and every time you go by, uh, you know, I, I not that you should have to do this, but I mean, every time you drive by a hospital, uh Thank God that that you're not in there. Or you're just you see driving a, by. Yeah. You see, you see an ambulance uh, racing off with uh, its lights flashing, and say, "That could have come for me because uh, mm -hmm. I just had a heart attack or something, or I was just in a car accident." Uh, my family, my wife and daughter, your your wife, uh, have been in a head-on collision before, where they easily could have been killed, mm -hmm. and uh, 
And I actually had a friend that said they heard the ambulance uh, siren going, carrying my wife uh, in it. And they didn't even know who was in the ambulance, but they just prayed. Uh, yeah. They just prayed because they knew somebody would be in an ambulance. And I was so grateful they prayed for my wife. But it, but that, that made me just realize, well, every time I see an ambulance or a racing off somewhere, or I see a crash on the side of the road, and I think, well, Lord... My car hasn't been in an accident today. Everyone is well. We're going to come home and all in one piece. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think you never just take for granted driving home from a trip and, and not having an incident. Yeah. I, I've been involved in a number of incidents over the years, at least two or three times where I was hit by an elk or a deer uh, and uh, running out in the highway at night in dusk where I couldn't see it. And, and suddenly those, it's those there. Those elk do not have insurance. No, they don't. Uh, and uh, so you, when you, to just say, Lord, I, I just know that in my own life, um, there are so many things that could happen. And yeah. uh, you, you hear about layoffs, you know, and, and even people that are quite successful, uh, and you can look around and you have a nice home, you have a nice car, you have nice clothes, whatever, you have nice toys. Um, but I think also just to, you, certainly you, you want to be grateful for those things God's blessed you with, but, um, but also, um, I think you have to be grateful for what you don't have and, uh, what mm -hmm. hasn't happened. And, you know, sometimes I think when we've worked hard and we've had some success, we can kind of take credit for that and say, well, this is, you know, my, I'm grateful, but um, but I've worked hard for my money. I've worked hard for what I have. Uh, well, that's so, you know. But then, of course, if you ever travel, you'd realize that there's people that work just as hard or harder than you do that have nothing because they live in a country where there's no opportunity to get paid anything, what, anything compared to what we may have been paid, uh, the, our, the minimum wage in our country yeah. in, in an American dollars is far, far greater than what someone would, a laborer would earn in other parts of the world. And, um, and you know, sometimes uh, you just, we were fortunate we got to work in a place that uh, rewarded hard work and wasn't led by a corrupt, uh, insensitive boss that didn't care how hard you worked. And, uh, and I've known some people, some very successful people, that just someone just showed favor to them. They were just offered a, a chance to, to to buy into a new company that was going to do very well, or they were hired uh, in a company that was a startup and it was going to be very successful. Others got hired at a startup that went bankrupt within the year. But you perhaps were given an opportunity in a, in a great organization that treated you well, was kind to you, the boss cared about you personally, and so you were able to thrive and you were able to grow. And um, yeah, you, sure, you worked hard, but uh, there's lots of people that work hard and are good people that ended up in bad places and yeah. bad bosses and so on. And Or maybe just they, when they started their business, it was right before a major economic downturn and they lost everything. Had they just started five years earlier, they'd be very wealthy today, but... Um, and so, you know, so many things, I think if you've ever just observed how easily good fortune can go south and, uh, yeah. and all of a sudden, uh, we're all just frail, vulnerable people and for God to just protect your family, um, protect your kids, you know, you just go by a children's hospital sometime and just see kids, uh, 
fighting for their lives in a children's hospital and then just be grateful for, you know, we, our kids may all have different things that they face, but, um, um, but it, it's never, it's just almost impossible to not be able to find people who have it a lot worse and uh, to realize, yeah. well, God, I want to just be grateful that uh, for what I do have, I, I may have, I may not necessarily have the greatest job in the world, but I have a job. Others don't. I, um, I have health so I can get out of bed and I have a car to take me to work. Uh, I've got a loving family to come home to. And uh, I've got some friends that care about me and a uh, church I could go to. And it's not perfect, but uh, there's some good things happening there. And mm-hmm. um, I just think it's always good just to pull back, uh, certainly around Thanksgiving time. Get your Bible out, get a, a, a notepad of paper and and begin just to list even things that um, that that God has put in your life or he's protected your life from. Yeah, And then be able to say... Um, God, I, I, I want to make sure I never lose a heart of gratitude, uh, for what you've done uh, for me and what you protected me from, what, what hasn't happened to me, what, what isn't in my life. Well, let's take a quick break here and we'll wrap up in just a minute. Mark your calendars for May 15th to 17th, 2024. Richard is going to be at the Cove at the Billy Graham Training Center, uh, outside of Asheville, North Carolina. The seminar is going to be on the ways of God, and you can register at thecove.org. We'll leave links for that in the show notes. I will say, if you do sign up for um, the Ways of God conference in May, uh, do let us know, because uh, Richard would love to hear from you. Uh, He's not able to necessarily eat with everyone, uh, but if you give us enough uh, heads up that you're going to be coming and would love to have a, a meal Uh, with Richard. Uh, We will definitely uh, do our best uh, to get you on the list and uh, at least be able to share one meal with Richard. So we hope to see you at the Billy Graham Training Center uh, in May. Links to all that will be in the show notes. We we often, uh, I think, think about the things that we do have and we're grateful for those things. Um, But I like what you said before the break, Richard, about being grateful for the things that you don't have. Yeah. And I think it's easy to, to forget that, you know, you don't have cancer or you don't have uh, whatever illness or, or issue. Um, I think that's important to remember to, to also be grateful for the things yeah. that have passed you by. Yeah. And you might, and that doesn't mean you don't have some difficult things in your life. Sure. You know, I, Sam, right now, I, you know, I've got some, I was, I, uh, found out I've got a couple of bulging discs in the lower part of my back and it's been causing me some pain and uh, uh, it's sometimes I just have a hard time just it's painful getting out of a chair right now getting out of bed in the morning yeah. uh, and I've got to navigate uh, you know I'm kind of getting up out of my chair and kind of like an old man here these days and groaning and and moaning as I do and uh and so, you know, I can, I, w- with all the stuff I've got to do, uh, it's frustrating to yeah. uh, have to stop and think, do I want to venture to bend over and tie my shoes right now? Or is that going to hurt? Or is it going to hurt to stand up right now? Uh, that's no fun. But, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago I had a, a biopsy done, just kind of checking up on some things. And I got a message back. Uh, it's not cancerous. And, and so, you know okay, so what do I focus on? Do I focus on the tests that showed that it was benign, that the the biopsy didn't show anything 
to be concerned about or do I focus on the fact my back is hurting right now? Uh, and I think a lot of times life is a lot about what you choose to focus on. And uh, yeah. if you choose to focus on things that are positive, then you're gonna, you'll always be able to find something. It might not be that much. I've, and I think, I think part of what it means, I think, to really fully live the Christian life is to rejoice in even the small things. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a Christian, you've got some big things to be grateful for, like eternal salvation and an eternal destiny, to be a child of God, to be a fellow heir with Christ. I mean, there's some big things that, um, that you, you have to, if you, if you think about it at all, you'd have to be grateful for. But, but there's lots of small things, too. If you have a grateful yeah. heart, I think just seeing a sunshiny day, uh, you know, nice weather out one day, or you mm-hmm. go to the store and it's, uh, you know, run by Walmart one morning and it's unusually quiet and not crowded. And you just think, Lord, thank you. I, I really didn't want to spend a lot of time in here. And thank you. Just that worked out well today. I know it could be a lot worse. And, uh, well, you know, it's just it's noticing those small mercies of the Lord. Yeah, uh, each day I think that can can help orient our heart and our our attitude in a, in a grateful direction. Yeah, and I think once you aim yourself in a particular direction, you start to notice a lot of things. Yeah. A lot, and a lot of small things add up to uh, a, a, a grateful life. And you know, two other areas just to mention, just kind of in in uh, just in a small way, but. But I think certainly when, with the people around you, and I think particularly of kids, uh, you know, there's so many uh, opportunities to teach our kids to be grateful as well. And and kids are just like any human. A lot of things they're not going to notice unless someone points it out to them. Mm. And so if you teach your kids that they deserve things, then they're going to grow up to feel entitled. If you If you complain all the time about what you don't have, then you're going to raise up complainers. Uh, but if you teach them to just celebrate even the small things, you know, you, you're running to the store with your kids in the car and there's an empty parking space right near the front door that just came open. Some, and not to say it perfunctorily, <laughs> that's a hard one, say it this yeah. time of day, um, but uh, to say, well, praise the Lord, isn't God good? Today we uh, thank you, Jesus, we found, you know, we got a, a small, a close place. So I... Came out. I got my blood work back, my annual physical, and everything's good. And I just want to acknowledge that to God as I say grace tonight for our food and mm-hmm. thank you, Lord. Never want to take good health for granted, and uh, just so many ways. Uh, you know, at Christmas maybe you didn't get everything you wanted, but your bills are paid, and um, and you have not good food to eat, and you got family that's healthy around the table. Um, and, and let teach people model for your family, what it looks like to be grateful and, Mm -hmm. and help them learn how to, um, perhaps consider and focus until they find some things uh, to be grateful for and teach your, and you know, what happens is if your kids learn to be grateful, then, uh, even small things, I kind of grew up with that. We didn't have a lot of money and, and material things, uh, when I was growing up. And so my parents made a big deal about pretty ordinary things. And, um, and so we would just be grateful over, uh, you know, relatively simple food items. Like maybe my mom just made a pie that night for dessert. And, uh, and that just meant getting some, uh, pie dough together and going and cutting some rhubarb stalks from our garden and 
you know, wasn't the fanciest dessert, but we were just grateful to have anything sweet to eat sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. uh, so we, we learned to make a big deal about it. And, and you know, I know a lot of kids today, they can be very fussy about, I don't like that, I don't want that. Uh, I, I tell you what, we grew up, I don't think I ever turned down a dessert in my life. <laughs> we were just grateful. Uh, and some yeah. of the stuff my mom tried was not that, you know, she didn't have much to work with. Uh, but we we just our attitude was some desserts better than no dessert. And so <laughs> that's uh, always been my attitude towards dessert as well. Unfortunately, uh, uh, yeah, uh, there, there are there is a, a dark side to some yeah, of that positive yeah. uh, attitude as well. And I <laughs> I think too just with uh, the people that you work with, um, uh, learn to um, learn to help your peoples as well see what is positive. Yeah. what we can be grateful for. Maybe sales weren't that great this year. Maybe we didn't quite hit our targets. Uh, but boy, I tell you what, there's, this industry has been really hard hit. There's a, a competitor of ours that may be filing for bankruptcy, and but God in his grace has allowed us to continue on. It you know, wasn't our best year, but we know it could be worse. And, mm -hmm. uh, and when a, a big deal comes through and a, a new customer uh, is acquired and or you hear a positive word from someone that you're dealing with. And, uh, you know, we like to do that. We'll, our ministry will get messages from uh, different things we've done. And we, we tend to like to share those around just to, to celebrate, you know. Yeah. Not, not everybody is thrilled about what we do, but uh, here's a person that was really touched by something that we do. And uh, we just need to be grateful that God continues to use us and uh, to work in our midst. And, uh, and so just... Sharing that, and I think that's one of the reasons why I think it's important to testify to what God is doing because yeah. it, it brings glory to God and uh, and it lets it makes people uh, encourages them to think better of God because we're giving Him credit and gratitude for what He's done in our life and our company, our church, our family. Um, and I'll tell you what, if you can learn just to be grateful for even the smallest things then you're going to always have something to be grateful for. If all you can yeah. ever be grateful for is the, the winning the lottery, uh, some big, big event, you're not going to be grateful very much because yeah. we don't. that doesn't typically happen very often. But if you become, and you don't want to get sappy, and I, I'm not saying that you got to just constantly like a cliche, just that, yeah. you know, praise God for every little tiny thing that happens. But uh, But when you are just constantly, and I don't even know, you know, like like the example of a, a, a parking space. I don't know that God necessarily motivated someone to run out and move their car just as you were pulling in, so that God could give you a closed parking space. I'm not yeah. I'm not necessarily saying God does that, um, but just uh, but but still to acknowledge to give God as an offering to say, God, today this worked out for me, and I just want to thank you for this life, this ability to be here. Uh, and whether God caused it directly or not, mm -hmm. uh, I still want to give God the credit for just a, a, a great day that's unfolding in front of me. And when things go well, rather than just saying, wasn't I lucky? Uh, boy, that was just my hard work. Uh, if you learn just to keep giving the credit to God and say, God, but I know I worked hard, but you gave me health. You gave me my brain. You So much of what I take for granted uh, comes from you. And, and because of that, uh, it's worked out that I've had a great day today. A lot of things have just come together so well. And uh, so just learn to give God uh, 
gratitude for even small things. And, and you know, one last thing just to say, kind of as a bizarre thing, maybe throwing the end here, but I was I was reading recently in First Timothy, and in First uh, Timothy chapter one, oh, I'm sorry, chapter two. The whole first chapter, Timothy kind of lays everything out. And then here's one that's just really bizarre for you to end with. Uh, verse 1, he says, first of all, so, so after Paul gets all the preliminaries out of the way, he says, now, okay, Timothy, the first thing I want to say is, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all those who are in authority. Uh, so basically saying, pray for the government. Pray for whoever's in charge of your country. Uh, and I get the fact about praying for them that maybe they become more godly or that they lose office and someone you want to hold office takes their place, intercessions. Yeah. But the last one is thanksgivings. And I want to say, okay, now wait a minute here. Mm-hmm. Think about who was the the emperor when, when Paul was probably writing this was Nero. And Paul's going to die under Nero. Nero's going to lead to Paul and, and probably... Peter also losing their life under that that government leader, mm-hmm. and yet Paul is saying, "Be grateful even for, you know, for the government." Um, and I know a lot of Christians who'd have a hard time praying that prayer of gratitude. Yeah, uh, and and I, that doesn't mean, of course, that you agree with the government. Doesn't mean that you'd vote for them. Uh, but he does say we're obligated to pray for them, and not just pray for them like God. Give us a different government. God, help, help God may their lose. reign be short. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But to, can, can you actually find occasion to be grateful for even your government, which is mm-hmm. which is an interesting question, especially in November in America. But well, that that's a great uh, that's a great test, I think. That's the ultimate, maybe for some. But so what what can you give thanks for X? politician. Yeah. But then, you know, when you go, if you travel, you don't have to travel far to see governments that are far, far more corrupt and dysfunctional, even than ours, believe it or not. Uh, And maybe where it's, you don't trust even for your safety. You don't trust that they have any, any desire to do any good for you. And they don't even make a pretense of it. Uh, Where the nation is unsafe, it's volatile, dangerous, it's um, and so I think that just sort of spoke to me to say, maybe that's a test for me. Because I can be grateful for some things. When I sit yeah. around with my grandkids and my my kids and in-laws and we have a nice meal, it's not hard to be grateful for stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but how bad does things have to get before you can't find any any way to be grateful for certain things or yeah. people? Or um, Yeah, our gratitude often uh, does not... Uh, reach to to DC. Yeah, yeah, that would for be most, hard. And of course, it, it doesn't mean that you're grateful for a lot of things that are bad, right? right it do, right. doesn't mean you have to be grateful for high taxes, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that's what it's saying. It, but it's saying praying with gratitude, with thanksgiving. Um, and I think you might have to just kind of mull over that, how mm-hmm. that, how you could possibly... I can, I can understand there's a lot of people praying with intercession for the government that they would lose office that who, my person would win office, we, we'll pray for that. Uh, but but maybe praying that we even have a democratic government, uh, and again, depending on how, might not be as democratic as we'd like it to be sometimes, but uh, but th- there's a system uh, that there's we have certain standards, uh, expectations, and um, even when it falls short, we, we live in a country, I mean, 
There's lots of countries where if there was corruption or stolen ballots, whatever else, that would just be com- nobody would be shocked. That's what they'd expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that we might even be offended, outraged at how things might be done sometimes. Uh, we ought to be grateful that we live in a country where we can, we should be outraged, or we yeah. should, uh, and to be grateful that we live in a country that, uh, in so many ways, even with all of its problems, yeah. is far better than many other countries in the world. So, you know, can you look at your world, whatever it is, wherever you live, and find things still to be grateful for, even if it's not all good? Maybe there's a lot of bad. Maybe, you know, your your world is sort of dominated right now by some bad things. And yet still, I think, um, if you, you if you start to look with an open, grateful heart, um, you'll start to see some things that, that God deserves thanks uh, for that. And when you start thanking him, it's amazing how many other things you start noticing that deserve your thanksgiving as well. Well, Richard, I'm just thankful for your discretion in <laughs> the the puns that you post. Well, thank you. you I, know, I know, I know that you don't, that. like, you know, you do surprisingly have standards yeah, when it comes to the level of puns that you, I know, you put I out into the world you, you, I, you haven't seen the ones i chose not to post. exactly and so yeah. for that we can all be grateful you should be grateful and uh, we're wish, <laughs> wishing all of our listeners a very yes. uh uh happy and uh, a great thanksgiving and uh again thank you for listening and until yeah. next time Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcast at blackme.org.